Well, it's another episode of the Darren Sargent Show, and I am your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Glad you've joined us today. Today, I want to talk about the crisis of comparison. The crisis of comparison. I think this will help all of us, specifically in the atmosphere or the environment in which we currently live. So, open up those ears and let's get started as we talk about the crisis of comparison. I recently was teaching a lesson on some of the things that I'm going to share with you today. And as I was teaching, a thought came to me that said, you know what, this probably needs to be an episode in the Darren Sargent show. So I'm going to share a little bit of it. I've added a few things to it. I've taken a few things away because the lesson was kind of long and I don't want to, I don't want to bore you today, but I do think that we need to deal with this crisis of comparison that we have in our current society. Now, if you follow me, you know, if you follow me on any social media platform, you know that I am a proponent of social media, but I also know the damaging effects of social media. And one of the things that social media has brought into our psyche, our world, our our, our lives is this, this idea of comparison, of coveting. We see something that somebody else is doing, someone else has done, someone has purchased, they've gone out and acquired, and we think, well, I need that as well. And so it has created, in my opinion, this unhealthy environment. And if you're not careful, Social media can become a distraction instead of a tool that you can use to, you know, further the gospel, uh, impact other people's lives, bring a positive note. There's some people that are very, very bold behind a keyboard or behind a phone. It's amazing the passive aggressiveness that uh, is a byproduct of social media. I, I cannot, I cannot spend my time, uh, I can't spend a whole lot of time going through or surfing through some of the various social media platforms because I see people that underlying their posts, underlying their their words on their Facebook profile or, or their Instagram post is this passive aggressive, you know that they are trying to get to somebody or talk about a situation while shrouding it in this social media uh, secret sauce, if you will. So I, I just, I think we need to be careful because we are living in an hour where people are coveting things. They're wanting things. You know, coveting is basically a, a desire to, to have something that uh, somebody else has that maybe 
I need to to have in my life. It's a yearning to possess or have something. I see something that I've got to have. You know, this week the brand new iPhone was released and I was I I like to keep up on technology and I was watching the the Apple event and uh, my computer and I was kind of just, you know, looking at this and when it was all said and done and I know the geeks out there will disagree with me and I'll probably get some hate mail, but let me just go ahead and put it there. it looks just exactly almost like the last one. Or the the form design is like the design from six iPhones ago. I, I mean, sure, it has new features and a new design and all that. But at the end of the day, it's not something that is worth, you know, selling a kidney <laughs> to purchase. Because that's what you got to do anymore. You got to almost sell a kidney. I sold my arm for one. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. But I think we need to... I really think we need to look at this and we need to talk about this spirit of comparison, the spirit of coveting. One thing I've learned is comparing always leads to coveting. And so I'm going to give you a few pointers on how you can conquer this comparison, this coveting desire uh, that rises up in our spirit when we see things that we don't have that others have or we think we need. So the first way to conquer this comparison spirit, this coveting spirit, is to resist, I've already said it, but resist comparing yourself to other people. Let me say it again, comparing always leads to coveting. And one of the greatest lessons that you and I could ever learn is to be able to admire without having to acquire. Can I say that again as well? Be able to admire without having to acquire. If the only things in life that you enjoy are the things that you have or that you possess or that you own, you're going to be miserable because you can't have and own everything. And we are constantly in this comparison trap because the way that I think the, the reason, one of the main reasons is, is the way that we keep score in our society is by how much stuff we have. Well, that person must really be important because look at all the stuff that they have. Their garage, when they open it up, there's four wheelers. And I'm not saying anything wrong with any of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But when that stuff owns you, instead of you owning it, there's an issue. And our way, the way that our society keeps score is by possessions, is by having, is by, is by, you know, acquiring things. We're insecure. So we're always looking around and asking, well, how am I doing compared to so-and-so? Let me make this statement. You may want to write this down. Net worth has absolutely no relation to self-worth. Net worth has absolutely no relation to self-worth. You can be possessed, as I mentioned earlier, you can be possessed by your possessions. You can you can sell out to get more. You can sell your morals, your integrity. You can even sacrifice relationships and values just to get more stuff. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 6, 9, people who want to be rich fall into all sorts of temptations and traps. They are caught by foolish and harmful desires that drag them down and destroy them. I'm not saying having things. I, you know, I probably, you know, I've already kind of, kind of tried to justify my approach here today because I don't want people to think, oh, he just thinks. There used to be a time 
in religion and in the world where being poor was spiritual. And I'm not talking about that. I think you need to be blessed. I think you need to have the things that God wants you to have. There's nothing wrong with enjoying life. But the problem is when that becomes your sole pursuit, there's an issue. And when you're looking on social media and you're seeing everyone else that is that is having this this pursuit and they've got all this stuff and you start comparing yourself and you start coveting. Remember, comparing always leads to coveting. Now, the second way that I think you can conquer this comparison trap, this crisis of comparison and coveting, the second way I think you can conquer it is you need to rejoice in what you do have. Now, let's be honest, none of us would have anything if it weren't for the goodness of God. He wants to, He want, and I've already said it, but he wants us to enjoy what he's given to us. Now, I, I've got three kids. I love, when, especially when they were younger, as a parent, I love watching them as I would give to them. Just something happens in their life that, in their eyes, in their spirit, that makes me happy as a dad. I think God feels the same way. Ecclesiastes 5.19 says this, and it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it, to enjoy your work and accept your lot in life. That is indeed a gift from God. Here's, here's an issue that I think we need to be aware of. Some people fall into the trap of when and then, which basically is when I get this, then I'll have this. When I acquire this, then I'll finally be happy. That's faulty logic because things never satisfy. Things never satisfy. That's why the scripture says godliness with contentment is great gain. A third way that we can conquer this comparison trap, this coveting spirit is to release what I have to help others. God doesn't just want to bless you for your own benefit. He wants you to share your blessings to help others. He's watching to see what you and I will give away. I I think it was the last episode I talked about. I wrote in uh, a seven-day devotional that you can get on my website for free. And again, I'll put the link in the show notes. But in this devotional, which I call GPS, God's Positioning System, I kind of unpack the life of Abraham, specifically where God told him, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. And we shout about that. We're going to be blessed. We're going to be blessed. We're God's people. But we forget the rest of that statement that God made to Abraham. Abraham, I'm going to bless you, and you are going to be a blessing. God doesn't just want to bless us for our own benefit. He wants us to share our blessings to help other people. He's watching. He's watching. He's watching to see what we give away. Giving is always the cure for greed. Giving is always the cure for materialism, possessing, comparison, coveting. Giving is the cure for materialism. I believe it's possible to be rich and not be materialistic. I believe that's that's a true statement. I believe that you can have substance and not be one of these people that is always out to get more. Because I believe that materialism is an attitude. It's, it's not an amount. So I'll say it again. Giving is the cure for this 
idea in our culture of I got to have more materialism. Let me get the latest and the greatest. The fourth thing and the final thing that I'll just kind of touch on today is if we're going to conquer this comparison trap, if we're going to conquer this spirit of covetousness, we need to refocus on what's going to last. I say it often. You've heard it on this podcast. If you're a regular listener, invest your life in those things that will outlive you. Everything on this earth is temporary. We have got to give our attention to permanent values. We've got to give our attention to eternal concepts and principles. And we've got to reorganize our lives around eternal priorities. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says this, For we fix our attention not on things that are seen, but on things that are unseen. What can be seen lasts only for a time, but what cannot be seen lasts forever. You know, the worst thing about wanting this or having this spirit of covetousness or comparison, the worst thing about wanting more stuff is that it clouds our vision of our future. It clouds our vision of God. And we begin to think that all there really is to life is getting and enjoying more things. Our perspective gets kind of warped. I challenge you in this episode, I challenge you to challenge the myth that says having more will make you more happy. You have to make the choice. Is my lifestyle going to be determined by culture or by Christ? What is done for Christ will last, not what's done for culture will last. Help people get out there and do things, but what do you do for Christ? That's what's la- that's what's lasting. What's really important in your life in light of eternity? What are you talking about the most? What are you spending your time on the most? Are you binging all the time? Hello? What do I spend the most time on? What am I really living for? You know, the church is the only earthly institution that is eternal. There will be no marriages or children in heaven. Well, there'll be children up there, but you know, we're not. The Bible says we're not going to be, we're not going to be uh, being married, given to marriage. It, it's it's just going to be this place that will be eternally guided by the things that God has placed in us. What are you doing today that will be around in a thousand years? Should the Lord tarry, what are you doing right now that will be around in a thousand years? So I challenge you today in this episode of the crisis of comparison to resist comparing yourself to others. Rejoice in what you do have. Release what you have to help other people and refocus on what's going to last. Thank you for tuning in today. As always, check us out at darrensargent.com. If you'd like a free copy of the Global Positioning System 7-Day Devotional, you can download it on my website. Just go to darrensargent.com. Hope you have an awesome week. May God richly bless you. Till next time, Darren Sargent, out.